back. Hour two. Triple B's. Bearcast. Bengals breakdown. Uh, Zach Freeze back with Elliot Rearing. Alex Frank uh, broke down the, the uh, week one games in the first hour. We're back uh, to talk about winners and losers uh, from week one. and uh, We're also enjoying some club crackers brought mm-hmm. to you by Alex. Alex tried to poison me last season, but we're back. Yeah. These are this is a fresh box. I'm eating them good? now. It tastes good. I mean, I think the expiration on that last box that he so poisoned me was I think it was six months <laughs> expired. Two thousand four. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, but we are back with some winners, of the losers. Mr. Alex, give me some winners. Winners for me this week. We'll start him off in the. Uh, well, actually, we'll just go. Are all my winners from the NFC? Oh, they are. Uh, winners for me. Got to go with the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray was really impressive on Sunday, leading the Cardinals to a big win on the road against the reigning NFC champions in San Francisco. L.A., the Rams, on opening night. By the way, that stadium, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. That stadium is unreal. The next Olympic stadium. I, honestly, yeah. Oh, oh, heck yeah. They already confirmed it. As well, they should have. Yeah, the Rams, you know, to beat a really good Cowboys team, I thought the Rams were the inferior team, but playing at home in their new stadium on opening night, I thought they were going to win the game, so I have the Rams. Uh, Green Bay, a team I was really critical of going into this season because I didn't really know what to expect from them. Yeah, they silenced a ton of critics. Most points scored in a week one game in franchise history. 43 points against a Mike Zimmer coach defense. Then again, Minnesota doesn't have the defense that they had last year, but still, go on the road, put up the, put up the performance they did. Extremely impressive. And then the New Orleans Saints, uh, just... You know, going out there, it was uh, de- it was a defensive dominated game. Drew Brees wasn't wasn't his best, wasn't his prolific self, but at the same time, he didn't need to be. The defense was the difference in the game. Uh, should I go losers or go losers? Okay, losers for me. The Dallas Cowboys, like I said, they're over. In the wise words of Rex Ryan, they're overrated as hell. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's so much talent on that team, and they have, and they just can't win a game like this. They can't win a marquee game on the road, and they can't even win a marquee game at home. By the way. Yep. Thanksgiving last year against Buffalo. I told you that was going to happen, by the way. And you all didn't believe me. <laughs> well, I did. Uh, the Browns, no words needed there. Minnesota, I don't really know if this is going to. This is a sign of how their season is going to end up going. But at the same time, they lost Linval Joseph. They lost pretty much their entire secondary. And they got gashed by Green Bay. I mean, they could not cover Devontae Adams. No, I mean, I mean, they made, they led a Green Bay offense that, quite frankly, should be just above mediocre. Look prolific on Sunday afternoon, and then my other loser, good lord, the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, that's an embarrassing loss to Washington. I mean, Washington Washington had publicity around them that wasn't even, excuse me, NFL related, and you let them outscore you twenty seven to nothing over the final thirty minutes and forty seconds. Good lord, have mercy. Yeah, that's that's a bad one. Um, I will. Segway off that. The biggest winners of the week for me, one of them, the Washington Redskins. Stop it's, calling them that. Sorry. God, I keep forgetting. That's racist. I well, I know, but I keep forgetting. That's what I sorry, that's my bad. The Washington Soccer Club. <laughs> the Washington Soccer Club is one and oh. Nobody thought that oh nobody God. thought they would utter that. They're alone in first place uh, in the NFC East, by the way. That is correct. They are the only one oh team in the in, in the East. <laughs> we head down to my other winner, the Chicago Bears. Chicago Chicago Bears down twenty three to six in the fourth quarter. Come all the way back to win the game. Granite, Mr. Swift of DeAndre Swift. 
uh, had a wide-open touchdown, and honestly, it's embarrassing <laughs> that he dropped it. But the Bears come back 23-6 to to win the game. Uh, we go down. We go down to the Bill Bel- the Bill Belichick uh, fighting offense with Cam Newton. Cam Newton, a big statement win. I know Dolphins aren't good, but man, Newton looked good on the, on his feet. He looked decent on the air. Keep in mind, he doesn't have any receivers, so I, I they're one of my winners of the week. Going down, I have my my final winner of the week. It would be the uh, sorry the the Saints, like um, Alex said, Saints. Showed up, they dominated. Everybody's hyped on the Bucks. They shut them up real quick. Losers of the week: Indianapolis Colts. What are we doing? I mean, the Jaguars are trying to lose football games. They're trying. They're actively losing this football game on purpose. The Colts lose the game. Philip Rivers, not who he once was. The Browns, as Alex said, no words needed as they lose by 32 points. And the other one, it's it's. A, I mean. I, I'm not high on the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, I, gosh. Here no, we no, go no, no, no. again. Come on, man. They made the Super Bowl last year. We gonna do they made the again? Super Bowl. It's, and they're going to get Odell back in They made the Super Bowl. Well, it's not a good start. Okay. Well, it's okay. not a good start. And they're my one of my losers of the week. It's Zach. Not, it's not like they lost San to the Francisco, Falcons last year. San Francisco made the Super Bowl. So we can debate whether they're a good team. The only player they lost was DeForest so, Buckner on so defense did, and Emmanuel so, Sanders on offense. So did the Rams. But then the Rams didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, but you argued San Francisco wasn't good because they won a game nine to nothing in the rain against the Redskins. I argued that. Super Bowl. I did. No, Elliot did. I mean, it's it's ludicrous. They were a good team. They have a struggle. They have a struggling offense. Did you not see who yeah, they beat Cal- on the road Cal- last Cal- year? They Arizona's went, good. They went life. into New Orleans and into Seattle and won. Case closed. Zach, I'm not shocked. There I have my one. winners and losers. You guys can have yours. San Francisco's. I mean, yeah, but we're, we're saying they're not a good team. It's just wrong. Um, they're not going to make it. Your loser is your head for the way you're thinking about San Francisco. It's offensive that that, that you don't think San Francisco is good. It just makes no sense. Winners with Green Bay is a winner. Aaron Rodgers uh, is is, shame on us for not thinking he's back. Um, He had a great game. Uh, Minnesota kind of, I think they're going to struggle just because they're, they lost so much from their defense. Uh, So, so Green Bay, um, what they just thrashed Minnesota, like Alex said, um, I'm gonna say Arizona is a winner because they, you know, they're a good team and they beat another good team. Uh, Kyler Murray had a, had a nice game. Uh, I think Arizona might be a playoff team, but it was, I mean, it was a tight game, uh, and they they pushed them around. I mean, last year, I feel like Arizona was due to win one against them this year because they lost two tight games to them last year. Uh, I think Arizona got better. Uh, their offense is good. Uh, their defense played well. Uh, so so they're they're a winner, and then. Uh, I, I would say, um, I would say Seattle. Seattle, you know, they won a fifty-fifty game. Not many people talked about it really. Russell Wilson obviously had a whale of a game. Uh, they look good. Um, and uh, those are the winners, losers. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I guess I'll go with the Browns. Um, well, they scored six, so you know, probably shouldn't do that. Six points with the offense that they. Uh, on paper, have the I'm not gonna. Say, I'll say I'll say Dallas just because uh, that was a game I thought going in that they had more talent than the Rams, uh, and they just I feel like that was so mismanaged. It was a missed big missed opportunity, and then Philly we talked about their schedule is getting tougher, and um, it, it, you can't lose that game to a team that you should beat, and it's just. 
it's, I think it might come back to haunt them. So, so but again, as, as you all say, we can't. Week one. Yeah. It, it is week one. Um, if there's one team that you can judge based off of week one, it's the Ravens. Oh, I could have put them in my winners because they looked incredible. And J.K. Dobbins is a great draft pick. Chiefs as well. Yes. They looked really good on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. In all facets of the game. Yeah. And keep in mind, they had a touchdown call back early in the game. And a drop touchdown pass as well. So, yeah. I don't we, remember that one. We have Demarcus Robinson dropped a pass. I, I know he had one called back. Is that the one that you're talking about? Nope. He okay, had he had another one? one. Okay. Um, but, yeah, those are the winners and losers of the week. It's time for my favorite part of the show. It's the top four performers top of the week. Four down territory, top four performers of the week. Zach Elliott and yours truly, we will give you who we think are the best four performers of the week. Who's starting? I will. Number one performer of the week. Uh, we go four to one. We start at number four. We don't, oh, we don't, we don't spoil s- things right out sorry, of the gate. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, the number four <laughs> the number four performer of the week it is going to be Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers kind of everybody kind of including me and Alex kind of doubting his ability came out on Sunday and dominated 364 yards several touchdowns kind of a dominating performance by Mr. Rodgers at, at as his at his age with them drafting a ignoring his needs completely not drafting a receiver. They drafted a quarterback in love, and now Aaron Rodgers is showing up. So we'll see there. Number three. Perf- well, uh, oh, uh, I thought you you give your we each go oh, one at a time. Yeah, we're not going we're not going to spoil okay, sorry. this here. It's twenty twenty, but some sorry. things don't change sorry. in this world. Uh, sorry, everybody. Zach, four, you want to go? I, I got Lamar. Uh, I mean, it was just like just a typical Lamar performance. Uh, he's worthy. He's worthy of a spot this week because. It's just the consistency level. He, he's um, it's year three now, and he's still. The, I mean, he dominated the game, twenty of twenty-five, two seventy-five, couple three touchdowns. Just another day at the office for him. Uh, Mark Andrews is going to be tough. Um, that's that's a yeah. Mark Andrews had a heck of a uh, a touchdown grab early mm, in that game. Really nice. Um, so I think it's scary if he's going to continue to play like that. I mean. Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Wasn't it you who told me on on sports anyway you wanted that Lamar Jackson's not going to make it in the NFL? And I told you he was. Oh no, that was me. Yeah. Oh no, was that last year? That was two. That was his rookie year. Which, in all, in your defense, you were just you were justified then. He, uh, I mean, he didn't play great his rookie year, but. Last year, he kind of—I think he kind of shut me up. As much credit, I still think after week two, I was like, "Eh, "I'm not not so sure." Well, it wasn't until like when we were there, when the Bengals went to Baltimore week six, where it was like, "Okay, this guy's for real." And then the the New England game was his coming out party, and that was really the whole Ravens team. Yeah, I don't just give Lamar Jackson credit; I give the Ravens coaching staff credit for bringing him along. Catering to his strengths. That's Harbaugh, man. Running right? Harbaugh is a good. John Harbaugh is a good coach. And the thing when Lamar Jackson came in that first starting man against the Bengals, John Harbaugh was on the hot seat. Now you could give. Now you can say he's the best coach in the NFL. I, even when you looked at that playoff game uh, when they were playing the Chargers, and it's like, do do we keep Lamar in after a struggling first half, or do we put in Joe Flacco? I'm sticking with my guy. He stuck with Lamar. A, a great decision. And, and from that point on, Lamar's been unbelievable. So, you know, I. I, I, I credit I credit a lot to John Harbaugh, believe it or not, but I think Lamar Jackson has shut up 
every single naysayer in America. That's every nice. single one. Yeah. And rightfully so. And the dude's a ch- and by the way, it's not just his feet. He only had 40-something yards. And by I say that like it's not anything. That's awesome how he can do that with his feet. But the dude threw almost 300 yards, had three touchdowns. He didn't have an interception. He's got one of the best tight ends. But, yeah, it's... it's And his completion percentage was 80%. It's unbelievable. It, it was unbelievable. My number four performer, so we're in an era of social distancing. Well, it, it's kind of a distant memory, but it still happened. Give me my pick for rookie of the year, Clyde Edwards-Elaire. Thursday night, 25 carries, 138 yards, and a touchdown. You're seeing what he's going to give the Kansas City Chiefs. That that offense is loaded out the wazoos with weapons. And Clyde Edwards-Elaire, and you think about, you know, Damian Williams opts out of the season, and, and rightfully, and justifiably so, but for Edwards Elaire to step in, he was the last pick in the first round of the draft, but he might be the best pick in the first round because of what he can give the Chiefs offense. You know, now you have now you have to cover him as a receiver out of the backfield, in addition to Sammy Watkins, Tyree Kill, and Travis Kelsey, Demarcus Robinson. I mean, my gosh. I mean, Gus Bradley is probably he's probably gonna have no sleep this week. And oh, by the way, the Chiefs have had an extra t- extra time to prepare for the Chargers, which their defense is pretty solid, but with Edwards Elaire and what he's able to do as a runner, I didn't even look at his receiving numbers from... He didn't have any. He yeah, had yeah, one target. I thought, okay, he had one target. So, he does have the ability to catch out of the backfield. They didn't use him in that regard on Thursday night, but I'll tell you what. The Chiefs, the offense wasn't explosive, but it was very methodical, and it worked. I mean, they had some methodical drives, and they just piled it on Houston. So, that's why Edwards Elaire, my number four performer. Time for number three. Number three. Uh, by the way, you're going to see Mr. Alaire on mine as well. Um, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Uh, Devontae Adams. We'll stay with the Packers. Uh, Devontae Adams had, I mean, just a breakout game. Devont- not a breakout game because he's already broken out. But Devontae Adams had 156 receiving yards. He had 14 catches, and he had two touchdowns in a game that, like Alex said, it's kind of everybody doubting the Packers, whether well, Packers going to be good. They made the NFC Championship game. This team is trying to get back, and I, I think they have the capability to, believe it or not. And I know they played the Vikings, who, like Alex said, struggling defense and all that, yada, yada, yada. 14 catches, two touchdowns, 156 yards. I mean, it's it's an absolute a career game. It's one of the best games he's played. And it's and it's, and it's good to see. If he can stay healthy, the Packers are going to be a contender. Three, I had, uh, I had Rodgers. Uh, I just think, like Elliot said, um, the de- there was some doubt whether Rodgers because Rodgers has not been playing the last couple of years he wasn't the same Rodgers everybody can agree uh, and this year and um, in, in the first game at least it doesn't matter Minnesota bad defense or not Rodgers for Rodgers to go out there and, and do what he did uh, three sixty five uh, just kind of just dominating I mean he did he did Rodgers things uh, and he's and he's getting older but um, uh, he can still uh, he can still do it. I think the Packers are going to regret taking Jordan Love um, because I just think Rodgers is, is still good enough. I mean, he's, I'm sure he might not be like 2011 Rodgers, but I think he's still good enough to. I mean, he was good enough to take him to the NFC Championship game, even when a year when they when I don't think Rodgers was at his best. He wasn't at his best, but I mean, if he can continue, if he elevates his play from last year. Packers could be back. I mean, they could be back there next year or this year. It's interesting to think because they kind of remind me of the Saints, where they have one wide receiver who gets all the targets and all the receptions, and then it's just like a bunch of guys you don't really talk about. 
And that's what Green Bay is. They have Devontae Adams, but then they have Aaron Jones, uh, Alan Lazard, um, I mean, Josiah Deguara now. I mean, Valdez, Scantling, Marquez, Marquez, Valdez. Marquez Valdez, Scantling. Um, and then the Saints, like, I mean, outside of Michael Thomas, who do they have? Ted Ginn, Traquan Smith, Alvin Kamara. Well, Ted Ginn is on the Bears. My now. bad, thank you. Um, I thought I knew he wasn't there. Emmanuel Sanders, I mean, he, he's not. I don't think he's what he was back when he was playing with Peyton Manning. But, I mean, you think about Alvin Kamara as one of the best running backs, one of the best receiving backs in the NFL. Uh, my number three... I got to go with Kyler Murray. Uh, he he kind of showed me something on on Sunday, and that is with a lot of hype and a lot of attention, a lot of expectations going into the season. He went out there and just went about his business and delivered. Twenty six of forty for two hundred and thirty yards with a touchdown. Did throw an interception. Not going to worry about that though. Thirteen rushes for ninety one yards and a touchdown, including a big third and seventeen rush for a first down. This guy is. Uh, it's 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 kind of astonishing to watch him play quarterback because he's not very big. I mean, he he looks like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just, he just he just looks like this little. I mean, shortstop out there, <laughs> and or whoever. I mean, whatever else. I mean, like an outfielder almost. But here he is, being an NFL quarterback and winning games against a defense like San Francisco and that defensive line. Even though they lost to Forrest Buckner, it's no scrub. Joey Bosa. I'm sorry, Nick Bosa, Solomon Thomas, um, Eric Armstead. And you think about the the secondary, the linebackers. And, you know, we talk about Kyler Murray having, you know, support around him. Cliff Kingsbury, DeAndre Hopkins. Bill O'Brien has to be kicking himself if he even cares. No, he doesn't care. (laughs) Well, uh, Hopkins, by the way, had 14 catches, 151 yards on 16 targets. I mean, those are absurd numbers. Uh, and it's it's really exciting. I, I'm happy for Kyler Murray. I was not in on him when he was drafted last year by the by the Cardinals, but I'll tell you what. This year he's got uh, Hopkins, Fitzgerald, a strong run game. The defense, you know, I don't really know much about, but at the same time, they, these are the kinds of games that can build a lot of momentum if you're the Cardinals. And Kyler Murray, telling you what, we might see him in January this year. And Zach, by the way, he told, Zach brought it up last night to me. He said, "Look at the remain their, their schedule for the next few games." Do you have that, real quick? Who Arizona? I was just about to pull that up myself because Ar- Arizona's schedule is pretty easy. So it goes after beating the Super Bowl contending uh, 49ers, they play Washington, the football club, at home. They play the Lions. Win two. Then wins. they play the Panthers, win. which will be close, but again, Panthers. And then they play the hapless Jets. <laughs> That's I mean you're looking at a five and zero record. I mean not to jump the gun, but the, and would it and would it not shock you if they go in the Dallas the, the next week and win on Monday Night Football? No, absolutely not. So I I I think Arizona's been uh, very 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 like the hype has they they've lived up to it. The Browns choked under that under that under that light. So far, it's only one game, but it's you have game you, you to have win, to be though. very it is a impressed. Big, it is absolutely. A big game to win. Uh, my number two, we'll get to the number two. It's someone that has already been mentioned, but I couldn't go through this without mentioning Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Uh, he had 25 carries, and he had 138 rushing yards. Give that offense another weapon? Are you kidding me? So now they can run, and then they can throw? I mean, it's it's disgusting <laughs> what the, how good that team is. And by the way, Alex said it. They have, uh, arguably, Clyde Edwards-Alaire might be the best pick of the first round this year. The Super Bowl champions have the best pick in the first round of the draft. <laughs> what are we doing here? Uh, Andy Reid is playing chess while we have other coaches playing, I don't know, 
like uh, shoots and ladders. I mean, this is I mean, this is a, a clinic of how to of how to play uh, how, to, how to run a football team. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to be in the AFC Championship game. I will hear no arguments besides that. Um, but it's it's fun. It's fun to watch Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I won't go too much into it of how well he played, but he's my number two. I've got Devontae Adams. I can't not mention Devontae Adams. He had 156 yards. Um, he's a great receiver. When he stays healthy, um, I mean, he changes their offense because uh, when you Rodgers needs him um, more than anybody, obviously. Uh, look, with all due respect to Alan Lazard and uh, MVS, he, Devontae Adams is the, is the go-to guy, and last year they missed him, I think, those, those couple games he missed, and otherwise he would have had over probably 1,200 yards with – um, 155 yards. I mean, what a, what a day for him. He's he's one of the best. I mean, he's one of the handful best receivers in the league. Probably right? a top five six receiver in the league. And uh, Adams is uh, Adams is great. So I, I have to give him love, even though he was already mentioned. All right, my number two performer. I can't believe we haven't mentioned this, but I'm sure that Zach, you're going to mention him, and that's Russell Wilson. I mean, he, it's just stop taking my picks. It's just so special to watch him play football. Thirty-one of thirty-five, three twenty-two, four touchdowns. He led the team in rushing yards, by the way, with twenty-nine. What does that say? Is Seattle's rush game, is Seattle's running game, not very good? Maybe their offensive line. We know it's not. It's not a great offensive line. But at the end of the day, just Russell Wilson, franchise quarterback. Um, you know. I will say this: when we talk about Lamar and uh, Patrick Mahomes as much as we do, you got to remember Russell Wilson is is a very typical modern day NFL quarterback. If Colin Coward said something really interesting yesterday, he's like, "What is the prototypical quarterback nowadays?" There's so many quarterbacks, different kinds of quarterbacks that can win games. I'll take a guy who is athletic and mobile and doesn't just throw from the pocket. That's who Russell Wilson is. But keep this in mind. To be able to do that on the road in Atlanta, on the other side of the country, Seattle last year went five and zero on the East Coast, and to just pick up right where they left off. Um, th- after releasing Josh Gordon, after releasing Paul Richardson, two guys who have Richardson has contributed in years past to some of the Seattle teams that have been really good. But Russell Wilson, I mean, this could be—he's never won an MVP. He's never even been really voted for MVP. Maybe this is the year. It, it was that good of a performance. He had as many incompletions as touchdown passes on Sunday. Think about that. That's that's pretty. That's that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I, I and yeah, I mean it's ridiculous. So number one, number one, Carson Wentz. Oh yeah, psych. Two pick. interceptions. That loser couldn't beat the worst team. That's in worse than Cortland Sutton. Loser. He's a loser. Nick Foles won that Super Bowl. Uh, we go. I'm not denying that. My number one has been taken, unfortunately. Thank you, Alex, for taking another one of my picks. It was Russell Wilson, proving again why he is a Hall of Famer and he is one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Russell Wilson, dominating performance. But I'm going to have to switch my pick. So Mark, you, don't, you don't have to switch your pick. Yeah, you know? I do, because that's boring. Nobody wants to listen to me repeat your picks. So mark it down. Russell Wilson is my performer of the week. But I'm going to go an underdog sleeper. Uh, David Johnson. Now, David Johnson on Monday Cortland night. Sutton. Cortland Sutton didn't play. <laughs> David Johnson on Thursday night. Everybody's bashing how bad he's been, and he has been bad. Came out and had a had not a dominating, but an efficient game. He had 11 carries and he had 70 yards. The dude came out and did his job. 
Uh, he did have a big touchdown as well to keep the Texans alive, and really he was kind of the game manager of that that of that offense. Um, he just kept kept pushing the ball every time he gets the ball, and I think have being on the heels of the on the DeAndre Hopkins trade, Texans fans not happy, but I think Zach texted me that night. David Johnson's going to help them win games, believe it or not. So I think David Johnson gets a performer of the week medal. Uh, he's not my number one, but he's he's a he's a performer of the week. I think he, he's going to help that team uh, drive down the field, opposed to what they had last season. My number one, we've kind of already mentioned, but I don't. I mean, I, I'm I'm going with it because I think it just he matters that much to this team and may, is going to make that much of a difference, and that's. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, he had 14 catches. The Hopkins first game. Um, he's a great weapon for Kyler Murray, a uh, young quarterback to have. Uh, you get. I mean, the Cardinals weren't good last year. But they were close. I felt like in a lot of games they could have been, you know, a few games better than they were. And now they get Kyler Murray's a year older, and you give him DeAndre Hopkins, who's a, I mean, a bona fide one of the two or three best receivers in football. Um, what a trade by Cliff Kingsbury and that front office to, to pull, to get a weapon like Hopkins and you not have to give up. I mean, David Johnson, it's just like, well, they kind I mean, of, it was terrible. They, with, they replaced him with Kenyon Drake. So, it, you know, I think they're fine with having Kenyon Drake. Uh, so, And Chase Edmonds had a, Chase Edmonds too. Had a big touchdown right. in that game. So, uh, look, with all due respect, I, th- I think that trade, is pretty one-sided at the end of the day in terms of in terms of like i think the cardinals are trending up i think houston kind of trending backwards i think they're i think they're going to be uh i think they're going to be a worse team uh, but i don't think houston's going to be i don't think they're terrible be terrible but now if they lose now eight eight, if they they're, lose they're start if three. they lose to if they lose to Baltimore on Sunday which I think after watching the Ra- after the Ravens what they did on Sunday is very likely then they go to Pittsburgh that's o- that's that's 0 and 3 I don't think they're going to win that they no. started 0 and 3 one year and made the playoffs so right? That is true but um but that was when DeAndre Hopkins was there Hopskins. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't like Hopskins. their. I don't like their. I don't like their chances right now. Well, my number one performer is like Elliot said. I I was questionable of him going into this season and what the uh, team that he plays for was doing for him, but he went out there and just completely went about his business, and that is Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he, this may be the start to another MVP run. I don't think that's an exaggeration. 32 of 44, 364, and four touchdowns. I said it, the Vikings defense, it's not what it was last year with the guys that they lost, but at the same time, you go on the road against a division rival and you just carve them up. That was a vintage Aaron Rodgers performance. And if I had to do a 1A and 1B, which I did, I would put Devontae Adams as my 1B because he's he's the best wide receiver that does not get much attention, and he should. He's a top 10 wide receiver in the NFL. Now, he is that because he's the only receiver, really, that Green Bay has that's competent. And that is, you know, premier quarterbacks, they have their star wide receivers. And Aaron Rodgers has his and Devontae Adams. And he was sensational. 14 catches, 156, and two touchdowns. That's one of the best games I've seen him play. It's one of the best games of his career. The only problem with Devontae Adams is he's had some injury problems. Um, but, yeah, I, I think he's probably better than top 10, to be quite honest. Uh, and shout out to the Packers because 
they're on they might be on a revenge tour this year trying to get back so that's I think Alex what is, that's about it I think that was it you can brief look ahead to week two the nationally televised games Fox does not have one this week but we'll start on Thursday night the Bengals and the Browns from Cleveland that game will air on Thursday night football uh, NFL Network Joe Prediction. Buck. right now I'll say 23-14 Cincinnati I'm going to say 24-21 Bengals. Ooh. I was going to say 23-20 Cleveland. Okay. So, Elliot, you and I have the Bengals. Zach has the Browns. I, this game can go either way, but I'm telling you right now, if the Browns lose this game, I do not. I am staying as far south down I-71 as I can. <laughs> I, 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 would not want, I would not want to be up in Cleveland. It's a must-win game. And it's not just a must-win game because, like, you can't start 0-2. It's, you know, it's... Well, I mean, you can, but give me a break. Well, they're not going to make the playoffs this year, so it's just kind of like... What's... Know, who do the Browns have? Who do the Browns have week three? Uh, Washington. Play Washington. I can't even pencil that. I can't even pen that in as a win. Well, not after they just be filled up. No. Here. So... Well, okay. I mean, the Browns, yeah. I mean, the Browns... I think the Browns have to win the game. Like, if they... Because they're... They're in a different position. The Bengals, it's kind of like... Let's see where this year goes. The goal is to win, but we know this isn't a playoff team, so it is what it is. I mean, if uh, they if win, I, great, but if they lose, they provide some, they play can well. provide some momentum. And Philadelphia, I mean, not trying to look too far ahead with the Bengals, but you think about Philadelphia week three. Yeah, it's not. It's not, it's not that. It, I mean, look, it's a difficult game. You're going on the road to Philadelphia, but there are there aren't any fans there. But still, it's a very tough game. I don't feel look. We'll see where this goes Thursday. I don't feel great, even with Philly playing bad. I don't feel great about going there. I don't think I don't like our chances to win that game. So we'll see what happens though. All right, uh, NFL on CBS. Top game is the Chiefs at the Chargers. Yes, the Chargers are one and zero, but that's a blowout in the Chiefs' favor. Yeah, the Chiefs are gonna. Chiefs are going to wipe them out. If I had to put a score on that right now, I'd say 37-20 Chiefs win. I don't think they score 20. I, I I think the Chargers offense is in a bad spot with Tyrod Taylor at the helm. Uh, I, I, I think – I you don't agree? I He's okay. He's not terrible. There are a lot of better quarterbacks than Tyrod Taylor. Keenan Allen's, and, Keenan Allen's not going to have 100 yards receiving. Can he sustain it for the whole season? Probably not. And the Chargers have struggled mightily against the Chiefs over the years. Uh, Austin Eckler is about the only guy they have on offense, not counting Keenan Allen when he is a receiver. So, uh, Chiefs minus a lot. I would take them by two scores at least. Zach, Chiefs are going to win the game. I don't know by like I don't know if they'll win by like twenty, but they'll win by like thirteen, probably 10, 13 points. Probably. Like I think that's fair. 28-17 or something. Yeah. The Chargers have a good defense. All right. Sunday night football. I cannot wait for this game. It is going to be weird to see this stadium without fans, but the game itself I think will still be great. New England at Seattle. I'm not picking against Russell Wilson. I'm not picking no. against Bill Belichick. Ooh, so you're picking the upset here. I, I'm picking the upset, picking and, and it's no knock on Russell Wilson because Russell Wilson is arguably one of the greatest quarterbacks uh, on the planet. And to have ever walked the planet, to be honest, in my opinion, he's one throw away from being one of the greatest of all time. So The one thing I will say is that Seattle's defense is vastly different this time around yeah. uh, playing against Cam Newton. Now, they have had great success against Newton in, Newton in, the, in the past when he's with Carolina. 
Do I think New England goes into Seattle and wins this game? No, but I can't even convincingly say Seattle's going to win. I'm picking Seattle because they're playing at home. I mean, that's a long flight. They aren't playing Miami this week. That's all I'll say. No, Miami's not, Miami's not absolutely horrible like they were in the first eight weeks of the season last year, but I'll take so. Seattle is really, really freaking good. I'm taking Seattle right now. If, you, if I put a score on it, I'd say 30-21. to 21. I think it's a close game, but I, I, to be honest, I'm, I'm pretty confident that Seattle won the game. Just because yeah. I think that the New England, to me, I mean, they showed, I guess, that they can beat the Dolphins, which is fine. Their defense played well, I guess, and Cam was fine, but mm, not, not a believer until I see. No. I, I'm not picking him until... I'm not picking a Cam Newton-led team to, to go on the road and beat a good football team until it happens. So I'm ta- I'm giving Seattle the benefit of the doubt. All right, and finally, Monday night football. Next Monday night, the home opener in the Sin City, the Las Vegas Raiders hosting the Saints. This game, I think, will be a little closer than it might suggest. If Drew Brees plays like he did against Tampa Bay, yeah, it will be. But I don't, I don't, I don't think I don't. I, <laughs> I have the Saints winning by at least a touchdown. I mean, the Raiders are fine. Um, Carr is okay. He's got a talented receiver in Rugs, but it's like uh, other than Rugs, it's it's downhill. Darren Waller's okay, but he didn't see the targets. Uh, they do have one of the best running backs in the NFL. Um, Help me out, God. Josh Jacobs. God, these names. Josh Jacobs. <laughs> um, so, I, I, to Alex's point, I think it has the potential to be a very good game. At the end of the day, I, I think the Saints are going to roll. I, I, they're too good defensively, and I think they have one of the like Alex said, one of the best running backs in the NFL, also. And they have Drew Brees, who I'm not completely out on yet, but if he plays like the Tampa Bay game, it's going to be close. And I am going to disagree with you on this one, Elliot. I've said it all summer that I think the Raiders win this game, being that it is their home opener on Monday Night Football in their new stadium, new city. I'm taking the Raiders to win this game 31-24. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't shock me, but I would take the Saints. I think... Um, Do they have fans? No, no fans the whole season. Okay. I think the Saints are going to win. The issue with the Saints is Michael Thomas is injured, so... That hurts. I mean, that's a problem. That is a significant that's loss. That's a problem. Um, Drew Brees, I think, is fine. I don't think he's going to be terrible. He won't fall off that much. He didn't have a great game. I think Tampa, Tampa Bay's defense played pretty well last year at times. you got to remember that. So, uh, But the problem with the Saints is when have they not had a true number one wide receiver on their team? Because before Michael Thomas, it was always Marcus Colston, it's a problem. I, look, I, I don't. I think he's going to play, but if he's got an ankle injury, I mean, it's it's going to be a problem for at least a month or a couple months. So I wish there were fans at this game. I mean, can you imagine Las Vegas Monday night and Raider Nation and how crazy those fans are? And then you think the Saints fans would travel from New Orleans and they're crazy to begin with? I mean, that would be an insane atmosphere. I think the Saints win like 27-21, decently okay. close game. Uh, but I'm not uh, I'm not a believer in Oakland or not Oakland Oakland uh, there it is Vegas uh, yeah it's just weird I, I, said, I said the Redskins you said Oakland I, yours, I, I, you, you're, you were much worse when you said that because that's a racist that's a racial slur I it's what you know their that. name was I was just using what their name but was it still was it still was technically a racial slur I'm that's sorry. why they got rid of it I'm yeah, sorry it, is it time for me to get canceled yeah. uh 
Uh, no, your your name's Oakland, your your name's not Tom. I will say that. Oakland, uh, Oakland. Uh, I shouldn't have even said that. Oakland, Vegas, whatever. You're they canceled are. too. Oak Vegas. Oak Vegas is gonna be probably okay, LA I guess, in a few days. I'll take I'll take the Saints. And that one, no doubt. All right, BBB, yeah. Week One, in the books. Yes, quadruple B. Quadruple. What's the what's well? The, books starts with B. Well, you stink. <laughs> um, oh, thanks. Thank you to everybody who has listened. We'll be back next Tuesday. Back and better than ever. Actually, we'll be back on Thursday with uh, sports any way you want. Sports any way you need it. Well, the last well, the four months of sports we didn't need it. That's it for today's show. Thank you for listening. I'm Elliot Rearing. I'm Zach Fries. I'm Alex Frank. Good Zach. night from the Bearcast Media Radio Studio. Love you. <laughs>